0: Hey guys, what's going on? G-Man here. Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate presented by Thunderblogsports.com. Maddie D and I take a look at this weekend's college football action conference championship weekend. That's right, the final weekend before the college football playoff rankings are official. We try to predict who is going to be in the final four what the bowl games are going to be and what impact that's going to have on the college football landscape. We also briefly look at NFL week 13. We spend most of this episode talking about college. So if you are more of a pro football fan, we do talk about it at the very end, but this is a very college heavy podcast, just a heads up, but it was a ton of fun to record and we are really excited to hear what you guys think in the comments as always though. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Again, the bullpen cart is what you need to search on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. ThunderBLG is the handle there. Sports on Instagram and Facebook is where you need to follow us as well, just like our website, ThunderBlogSports.com. But enjoy this week's episode, guys. Again, really excited to hear what you guys think. Here we go. And we are live! Welcome to this week's episode of the V Tailgate Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed, making its grand return after a week off. Thanksgiving was a little too good to myself and my partner, Maddie. Lee. What's up, buddy?
1: Ah, uh, you are correct, by the way. It was a great week last week. I need an mm-hmm. elastic suit band, if you will. You know, oh, yeah. The,
0: yeah. Um, I'm finally getting back to my old uh, belt rung.
1: Right. There you go. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, slowly. Belt notch. Yeah.
0: Whatever it is. I'm with you. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm with you. Um, but it was also a great week of football. Uh, really, like, kind of an all-week thing last week. Both weekends. A lot, yes. of, a lot of stuff happened, if you will. Some yes. stuff that we don't like, but we'll get to that yeah um, but it was it was a really it was it was a really good week um and finally, we're there, man. We're at the finish line for college football, if you will, in terms of getting everything set and it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be absolutely yes. wild
0: um yeah, so we're this week is college championship uh, weekend. uh all conference championships being played now with the big twelve having a championship for the second year we uh we don't have a full big 12 slate just the championship game so we you know we really are right at the end of it and then we get i think a couple weeks before the first slate of bowl game starts but a month until you know the the playoff starts really right. the last big hurrah the last big slate to talk about for you know for college and it's going to be a ton of fun we got some rematches of great regular season games we get some you know, pretty solid games all around. We get the, obviously, one versus four, and we'll talk about the new rankings uh, pretty soon, but uh-huh. it's going to be a ton of fun.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about whether conference championship games should matter. Do they matter? They matter. Oh, yeah. um, and and this is this is the biggest weekend as you're going to get. Some rematches. By the way, did you know it's the first rematch between two teams since, I think it's like uh, 115 years? That oh, makes sense to Oklahoma. Yeah. First time they've played a rematch in the same year in 115 wow. years. I mean, that makes wild. sense. It does. It does. But it's still, yeah. it, to me, it's just absolutely wild. Um, I'm, I'm ready though. Um, and I'm, oh, I'm yeah. also ready. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard for a lot of reasons for one, well, not one. It's really one reason why it's hard, but I am really excited though. Um, cannot wait. Cannot wait.
0: Yeah, so before we jump into this weekend's slate, let's talk about last weekend slate and the new rankings that came from it. Uh, Obviously, the big news that Matt keeps alluding to is that the Michigan Wolverines fell to Ohio State. But even the day before that, we saw a lot of pictures get a lot clearer, one being Oklahoma taking down West Virginia in one of the most ridiculous college football games I have ever watched, and that includes the Monday night game we had a week and a half ago, uh, even though it's pro, but... Football games. I'll edit myself. Washington, Washington State ended up being pretty nuts. That really cleared up and and put to bed the Pac-12. Yeah, uh, and UCF completed their undefeated or their undefeated regular season at the cost of their quarterback. So, you know, we got 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 some interest there. Uh, Texas would have been more interesting if they were you know not a three loss team, but yeah, uh, they they were scared by Kansas a little bit. But overall, the the entire weekend, Matt ended up being a ton of fun. Um, Friday though. Really, I think, was the the, dust settler before we got to Michigan-Ohio State that ended up being that and USC-Notre Dame, the two kind of win-and-you're-effectively-in games.
1: Right, right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, by the way, I want to point out, it's a shame that Mackenzie Milton had the injury happen to him. Um,
0: the UCF still, quarterback he's talking UCF about. The
1: quarterback, excuse me. A, you know, Dark Horse Heisman candidate, really, really a good player. They're all the way up to eighth. And yes. in theory, you know, in theory, a couple losses, I mean, it's 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 pretty outlandish if it were to happen. But a couple teams were to lose, they would be maybe knocking on the door, although we'll get there. I still don't think they have, even have a way in. And particularly yeah. now, there's definitely going to gonna gonna, be surprised.
0: For that to happen, it would have to be Clemson loses to Pitt. Georgia loses to Alabama, Oklahoma loses to Texas, and Ohio State loses to Northwestern.
1: Yeah. Um, so, could and by the way, and even then, theoretically, you could see a team leap, right?
0: Yeah. Michigan's um, ranked higher than Michigan's them. Michigan's
1: right there. You could see a Texas fly all the way up the rankings, which I doubt, but I still think it would be pretty difficult. But you know what? They're they're all the way up to eighth. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, you were correct with Notre Dame. I I had a little concern. Going mm-hmm. to that USC game because USC is, it's at USC. They're still a big time program. Yeah, you never and know
0: with the road game. You right. Never know with the road game. It was
1: twenty four seventeen. You know, it was a great game. They they USC well, It was really twenty four ten. USC scored really late. Um, but it 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 was still a, it was a better game than it probably should have been. Um, but the Irish did what they had to do, and they they just went. They just just win. Right. It's all that yeah. matters. Just win.
0: Right. That. And now they're, I mean, I really think unless there's some huge statement by, like if Georgia wins and then there's a huge statement by Oklahoma and o- or Ohio State in their championship games, that's the only way in my mind that Notre Dame doesn't get in. But I think you know, you'd really see a lot of critics of the college football playoff rankings. Yeah. Uh, you'll really come with their pitchforks and torches to expand this to at least six. If that were the case.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, rather than that, well, by the way, we got to talk about one other game that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. It might've been one of the greatest college football games ever. Texas A&M LSU.
0: Oh yeah. How were you we feeling in this game?
1: Seven overtimes, seven overtimes. Uh, yeah. So you can actually catch it. If you have like, there's a couple of ESPN networks keep replaying it over and over again game's probably wild. they probably start airing it on Sunday and it's still going. Right, right. It is wild the game. Um, yeah. Some incredible plays and catches. And by the way, if you didn't know, starting in the third overtime, you have to go for two. This team yes. kept going for two. They kept getting it. I mean, it was it was an absolutely ridiculous game. Um, Texas A&M won at home. What is a disappointing loss for LSU? Um, they scored. By the way, Texas A&M scored forty three points in overtime. LSU scored forty one.
0: Yes, it was 31 31 at the end of the regulation.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, An incredible game. Uh, You know, for LSU, they were probably out anyway for the playoffs, but it does officially put a fork in them. Um, Yeah. It's a tough loss, but it is what it is. Um, It's it's actually hard to watch even the game replay because they speed it up during game replays. It's still a long game to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Everybody else took care of business except for really one. Well, by the way, Pitt got smoked again. Yeah, that's to kind of the,
0: the, the shitty thing is Northwestern, at least, did they lose as well? Northwestern? Um, I know they moved down the ranking.
1: No, no, I no. no they didn't. They, they, they sweeped one out against Illinois.
0: Okay. Yeah, but that's the shitty thing is Pitt loses. So now they're not even ranked playing Clemson and they're a right. four touchdown dog. I mean, yeah. we've seen this a lot with the ACC championship. I remember... It was the year that Florida State ended up beating Auburn in the BC the last BCS title game they played Duke in the okay. ACC Championship game. We get these we get these championship games that end up being kind of eh, and real right. watch where you're going. I mean, really don't fuck this thing up kind of kind of attitudes towards the game. Um You know, not that that's a terrible thing. I know the ACC does their divisions a little different than just directional. They do Atlantic and coastal, which kind of is directional. There's some Northern teams that are up there, but a lot of it's grouped for rivalries and purposes of that. Um, But it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just tough. I mean, we, thankfully the SEC doesn't have the SEC East problem. Georgia at least took care of business enough to get there.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, but here's what I would say though. I mean, it's hard to say that division. I mean, when you look at the coastal, right? The Hurricanes yeah. are supposed to be a great program, and they they're struggling a little bit. Sure. Virginia Tech is supposed to be a really good program, and they're struggling yeah. a little bit. So those are your two, I guess you could say, "quote unquote" blue bloods um, in that in that conference that are not performing. And, and yet, and the other conference, Atlantic, is a little <coughs> bit more loaded right now. But these things ebb and flow. Um, I do Mm -hmm. think that they could move a team, though, down into the Coastal, whether it's NC State um, would make sense to me because it gives them that natural rivalry with UNC. Uh, I don't know, something like that maybe. I just think that's a a lot of power in the Atlantic.
0: Yeah, and you have to remember, too, when a lot of these divisions were drawn up, they used to when it was just 12 teams. They used to do you'd play the five other teams in your division and you were locked in to play one team from the other division. So NC State was that for UNC, and there was a number of other ones that that fit that bill. Um, For instance, if you remember when the leaders and legends were the divisions of the Big Ten, Michigan and Ohio State were in different divisions, but were always locked in to play each other every year. Now that that's not the case, it's kind of really gotten lost in the wash. But that's a really good point. You could flip Pitt into the Atlantic and put NC State into the Coastal. (laughs) <laughs> um i know that's not a huge change but it at least does something there right you know it, it's kind of crazy though that florida state and miami are in two different divisions when they're both so far down south and it makes the atlantic span from boston to tallahassee whereas the coastal only only quote-unquote expands <laughs> from pittsburgh to miami yeah. um you know it's tough that way but I don't know. It, it is something to think about, especially right. when it is, you know, it's not on a coast. It's not even close yeah. to Lake Erie.
1: No, also, I guess I'm becoming a bigger, bigger fan of the way the Big 12 does it. because the two yeah. best teams beat. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You know, it would be tough for like, in the Big Ten, that'd be tough because a lot of times you get Michigan-Ohio State one week and the next week you get them again, right? So that would yeah. kind of make it difficult you know, with the way the rivalry games are set up. But I just think when it makes a lot of sense to me in that regard because you know you don't have some random team now in these conference championship games.
0: Um, although no, that's a fair, that's a really good right. point because you know you'd have something say the Big Ten was actually ten teams and not fourteen, you'd be right. able to do what the Big Twelve does, and yeah. that's the issue that you have at hand is that I guess you do it anyway that you don't always play every team in the conference. Yeah, um, but it does it does at least put some opportunity of either rematches. Or of uh, you know, good teams playing each other. For ince- you know, if the you know, and then you don't have that Big Ten West problem that we've had with the Big Ten for however many years. Right. right. And you don't have the SEC East problem that if Georgia doesn't take care of business or Florida doesn't take care of business when Tebow and Urban Meyer were still there. It's an interesting thought and if that could be implemented. Because it seems that when it looked like we were gonna have instead of having a power five, having a power four of like 16 or 18 team conferences. Remember that when we were five years ago, when we graduated from college and the big East had just really fallen apart. It seemed like that. And now that really within a year, it really came to a a screeching halt. And I don't know if these teams are just standing pat where they are, what they're thinking about in terms of, do we want to expand Does conference USA want to try to, you know, encourage better recruiting. Does the American want to try to encourage better recruiting because they have teams like UCF, right. like Memphis, like Houston, who, aside from UCF, the other two teams I just mentioned, Temple's in the same quote boat, boat, they have four losses. Cincinnati's 10 and 2, but you know, they didn't play the great the greatest out of conference schedule. They only played one ranked opponent, that being yeah. UCF. So it's interesting to see where they possibly could go and, and what other conferences might do. And we're in an interesting point where the final four now, especially with with Notre Dame in it, if Georgia were to beat Alabama, think about this. You have only two conferences represented in an independent team. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm assuming Alabama stays in. I don't know if – I would assume they do what they did last year with a one-loss Alabama team. And they've certainly proven, as they did against Auburn, in a rivalry game that they can – hang around and that they are the best team in the country, mm-hmm. even if they don't trend that way coming out of the next week. Right. I think they've they've pretty much locked their way in. Clemson. Okay. If they lose, I, you know, sadly I think you'd have to throw them out.
1: I well I, I think you would too because because they're not losing to Georgia, right? Yeah. They're losing, they're losing to, to Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. So I yeah, I didn't do have to throw them out. Right. You
0: throw them out for I guess the committee's telling us Oklahoma. Uh, which I actually like that they didn't throw Ohio State into fifth, taking Michigan's spot or even into fourth.
1: But here's why I agree with that too, because and by the way, I gotta give credit where credit's due. They dominated. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even close. My, oh, mean, yeah. it was embarrassing to watch. Oh um, yeah, and quite frankly, if I'm if I'm the Michigan brass, I'm walking over to Harbaugh's office and saying, "That's almost as unacceptable as you can get." Like you're like. I don't want to see your biggest losses.
0: A disappointing game against Notre Dame and right. a, getting walloped by your biggest rival.
1: And well, Notre Dame's your second biggest rival, arguably. But in the Notre Dame game, it was close. It was early in the year. You have it's the best, arguably show. the best. You have the best defense in the country, and they get they get whopped. You have the, you have an offense that had been coming on, and they they totally struggle. You know, it was it's. It was unacceptable to it's an unacceptable loss. And quite frankly, you could I would honestly, if I was the Michigan Brass, I would tell he doesn't beat Ohio State next year, he's got to go. You can't go oh and what is he oh and four now, I think.
0: Yeah, he's never beaten him. I think right. this is yeah, his first year is fifteen, so he's 0-4. Right.
1: So if he goes if he goes 0 and 5, I don't know how you keep him as head coach. I don't I don't and, and look, he's that's what Notre
0: Dame did with Charlie Weiss. They gave right. him five years to get things going and he never right. really did, so they gave him the boot. And I think that's right. their look. general model. Even right. though Brian Kelly's been there for seven years now, but and if you're not frankly, get, you're not getting things going.
1: Right. Let's say, let's, 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 let's hypothetical. Let's let's say, okay, let's say Clemson loses somehow. Okay. Yeah. Alabama beats Georgia. Oklahoma and let's say Ohio State loses. All right. You've got so now you've got Oklahoma and Michigan, who theoretically would jump up into the top four, right? Yeah. I would argue USF. UCF deserves it more than Michigan. I would. I would. I would argue Texas might even deserve it more because none of those teams have lost and given up the amount of points. And I know it was on the road, and I know it got out of handling. It doesn't matter. It's such an embarrassing loss to me. It's why I like Oklahoma over Ohio State. Oklahoma yep. lost to Texas in a in a by a field goal. Ohio State got blown out by Purdue. Yep. But like the the quality of your loss does matter to me. It absolutely I, yeah. matters, yep.
0: especially when now you're you're literally splitting hairs. Even if it's Georgia loses, you have this spot open up. You have to split the hairs that way because think about it, Ohio State loses to a Purdue team that has lost to a ton of different teams. Yeah, and they come in. how they came in three games back in their conference from the from the team representing their their division, Northwestern. You know, and that you get to start then really nitpicking, you know, who beat whom Ohio state struggled to beat Maryland who beat Texas, who has beaten Oklahoma. And presumably if Oklahoma then beats Texas on Saturday, then they get the revenge story. They beat a team that Ohio that lost to a team. Ohio state struggled to beat. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of transitive property here that really gets, you know, really, you know, helps out the case. Of why, and I think you saw it last week with Ohio State staying where they were ranked at tenth, and UCF jumped ahead of them to ninth, and now that UCF jumped up to eighth, I do like that. I agree with you though. If say Clemson were to lose and Georgia were to lose, there's two open spots, and Ohio State loses, I would think UCF gets in.
1: Right, mm. you know Florida? they could say, like, well, they could keep playing. no. Well, this is what LSU's loss to really hurts, but. Clemson, they might keep in.
0: You think so? At yeah, twelve and one,
1: I wouldn't like that. By the way, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't like,
0: like that. that either. It's such a bad precedent that you can just go, right.
1: you know, to we'll get to, to a play. certain benchmark, right, and lose to Pitt. Yeah, like, like and, and, well, that's, once an again, an unranked though, team, unranked Pitt. Well, think about this though: Ohio State losing to Purdue is that worse or better than Clemson losing to Pitt?
0: Let's just look at it quickly. Pitts seven and five, six and two in the ACC. They have a plus one point differential at three forty four okay. points for three thirty three points against. Okay, Purdue is six and six overall, five and four in the Big Ten. Three hundred eighty three points for three hundred twenty seven points against. So they put up more points than this Pitt team has. Purdue. Okay. Ohio State. Fifty two, five hundred and twenty points for three hundred and ten against. So Purdue's defense is seventeen points worse in theory okay. versus Clemson, who holy shit is only let up one hundred and sixty eight. Uh, you know, I would think if Pitt, it depends on how big Pitt either wins by and or how many points they put up. If Pitt were to put up. Say like a forty burger, or if they put up fifty on this defense, then I think you really have to discredit Clemson a lot more than okay. you have to discredit Ohio State. Yeah. At the same, uh, I don't know. Well, here's if what you're i was going gonna say. Clemson. If you're going Clemson, Ohio State, and you're you have to split yeah. hairs there, that really gets well. I think it gets. A minute.
1: We talk about we talk about when you lose
0: mm-hmm. and how important
1: that is, right? So to oh, me, oh certainly. To me, Clemson losing the last game of the season, it hurts them more than Ohio State losing in the middle of the year to an opponent that – let's just consider Pitt and Purdue on a, a level playing field. Sure. So that's why I can see Ohio State – they don't win their championship game, Clemson doesn't, but mm-hmm. Ohio State does. Now all of a sudden – so so. T- do I think on paper Clemson's a better football team than Ohio State? Yes, because Clemson lost – we're all hypothetical here. But if they lose later, it hurts them more. The only team it doesn't yeah. seem to hurt is Alabama. Because if Alabama loses, they lose to the fourth team in the nation, who's going to go to the playoffs now, right? Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Um, kind of a yeah, bummer. I think by Pitt the way, losing
0: throws them out, but
1: yeah, kind of a bummer that Georgia what isn't undefeated only because it would be cool because they might be number two, and it'd be cool to see one and two go head to head. Um, if, although I mean, if if that was the case, if 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 that was the case, I would consider the top four teams a lock.
0: Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I'd make this weekend just. You don't need to watch don't need to tune in. Right. Go watch Fox's college basketball triple header before the big yeah. whatever I think the Big Ten championships on Saturday night. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're on right. Fox. Yeah. But
0: they have a triple header of college basketball that they were ad advertising every single time out during the michigan Ohio State game.
1: By the um, way, how angry will LSU be? Because they would be they would be seventh at worst, that's where they were before this week. And they might mm-hmm. have stayed ahead of Ohio State. If if a couple upsets occur this weekend, and LSU would have been in position to get in as a two-loss, team. yeah. I oh, mean, oh, think man. about it.
0: Think about if they don't lose last week, or even if they pull out the win against um, against Florida, and yeah. then they lose this week to Texas A&M. Oh my God! they I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, they probably would have lost too late in the season. That's their last. That's the last taste the committee gets of them. Okay. So they they probably would have needed to win. Yeah. If they pull off the win against Florida and they're eleven and one. Mm-hmm. You know who knows? Yeah, who knows where that team would be sitting. Uh, by the way, of
1: other interesting teams that have found their way into the rankings, Utah's up to 17th. That's a yep. hell of a program out there. I got to say, mm-hmm. hell of a program. Missouri at 24. Yep they're they're an eight and four program. A lot of four loss teams. Eight and four program, but you know they their losses are to Georgia, Alabama, um, and Kentucky. They also have a loss at South Carolina by two points. A pretty good year for that Missouri program. Excellent quarterback there, as we know and Drew Locke. I'm pretty impressed with them. And uh, Fresno State jumped back into the rankings after they drubbed um, uh, San Diego State last weekend, thirty-one to thirteen. By the way, they play at Boise State. I was about to say that makes
0: a uh, it makes that conference championship game a, a ranked matchup.
1: Right, right. And by the way, not only is it ranked, if 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 UCF falters.
0: Yeah, they get into New Year's Six Bowl. Right. And they're, playing,
1: and they're playing a good Memphis team. They falter. You might see Boise State or Fresno say, yeah, they're the two highest because because Boise State beat Utah State to get in. So that's going to be yeah. really interesting. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting. Which that,
0: for those that don't know, the high, do they have to be a certain ranking too in the playoff, in the, on oh, the college football what? playoff rankings? They actually
1: might have to be like 12th or better maybe. Yeah. They might have but to it, be high the, enough. You might, well. I don't know about that. There's no.
0: a, so there's a rule that the highest ranked group of five, so the non-power five conference teams gets an automatic bid
1: right to the co- to a New, to year new Year's.
0: Right. So the other so the two, two of the six are the two playoff games, the other four are the Bulls that are playoff that would be the playoff games in the other years. So I forget what they are this year. I know the Rose Bowl and the Cotton Bowl are not. And I think the orange bowl, ugh, I'm I'm gonna stop myself because I think I might even be wrong. I think the Cotton Bowl might be this year. Um, I know the Rose Bowl isn't because that's what that was Georgia, Oklahoma last year. Um but yeah, so anyway, looking at this weekend, Matt, we've mentioned these games a lot, but what is the most important game on the slate? For you,
1: so I mean, I I, I don't I'm not going to pick the obvious one, which is one versus four, right? That that's important, for everybody. To, to me, it's it's not it's, the most it, important game though, because I think right. Dro- I think it's I think it's Oklahoma Texas.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: Right? Oklahoma wins, and and you would assume they win. They're a one loss team. Even I honestly got to tell you. I, they make a huge debate
0: no matter how the SEC championship goes.
1: Well, first of all, two lost Georgia has to be below Oklahoma. And by the way, I was not on the oh, Oklahoma yeah, bandwagon. I was not on the Oklahoma bandwagon. They've given up so many points on a consistent basis. Like, literally, physically, I don't understand how you can play defense so poorly. The game was so exciting. But Oklahoma, West Virginia, were they like, what are the defenses doing where it's just so bad? Like, oh, and this yeah. is. And by the way, I get West Virginia. Oklahoma has superstar NFL defensive players all over the place. Like, what, like in the NFL right now, what are they doing that offenses in college? I don't, I don't like it when it's like the Michigan Ohio State game. Michigan has multiple first round draft picks. They have 11 guys. Probably half of them will be on an NFL roster in three years, let alone next year. And yet, and yet they got treaded for 60 points. Like, what do these defenses do? And I understand That's part of why Davis, I'm surprised Michigan
0: didn't fall further in the ranking. Me neither.
1: I, I, I got to tell you, I think they deserve to be behind UCF. They're a two-loss team. They've got, and their two losses are to the number three and number six teams in the nation. So maybe you drop them to eighth. I, I yeah, I was I was shocked. Why I should not they struck?
0: fell below four different three-loss I teams know. though?
1: I know. So like and by the way, they're not they free to just put right.
0: to. Go sort by loss if you're a Power Five team.
1: Uh, I would tell you this too. I watched the Apple Cup, Apple Bowl, whatever. It that was a good
0: game. Like yeah, I think it, it was it's in Apple the, Cup,
1: but it was in the snow. It was in the so snow. I, if you, if the community a... watched that game, I understand that Washington won. Great. Uh, by the way, Washington, great program. They didn't lose oh, to yeah. right. So, but they lost to they lost to Washington in a in an absolute snowstorm when their entire game is predicated on spreading the field and throwing the ball. I'm not shocked. And so, no. as uh, as yeah, so you I,
0: saw the weather, you thought, all yeah. right, these guys are screwed.
1: So, I'm not sure. I mean, that's literally exactly what I thought. I'm not sure they deserve to be below Florida and LSU and Penn State and Washington. I guess, I guess you have to put them below Washington. But then again, they only have two losses. So, yeah. yeah I thought it was a little unfair to Washington State. Um, and I think it's I mean, the hard part is no, like LSU didn't help its case. They lost. So, it is kind of tough, though. You know that all these other programs have three losses, and Michigan only has two. But it was just such a drubbing; uh, it's just so bad. They're probably going to end up in a New Year's Six bowl anyway. They're a big name, but Washington State? Uh, no, no, Michigan in this case.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Michigan absolutely will. Yeah. Michigan, you would you would assume because they don't do it anymore, like how they did in the BCS era, where the runner up would go in the the previously slotted. Champion spot for a game, so in the Big Ten's case for the Rose Bowl, I don't know if Northwestern, if they lose to Ohio State, if they automatically get the Rose Bowl. I think Michigan could possibly get it.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, because well, yeah, I, 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 it's hard for me to say they deserve it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm struggling because I, I want to be a Michigan guy because you know I am, guys, yeah, obviously yep. we've been friends for long enough, um, I, but I was just so embarrassing to watch that game, um, you know, and Michigan is not a program that settles for New Year's Six Bowls. But anyway, I digress. I don't want to go any farther with that. I'm sorry bringing bring it up, but I, I'm with you. Oklahoma, um, Texas is the biggest game on the slate. I think Oklahoma wins that.
0: Yeah, I, I would think the same thing. Okay. I think they win that.
1: Okay. Do you uh, think and Cle- I think, I'm assuming we think Clemson beats Pitt.
0: Yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty chalky weekend. I don't think okay. we're going to see a lot of, aside from the SEC championship, I don't think we're going to see a lot of,
1: well, let's potential walk, let's walk, for upsets. Let's walk through some of the games. So okay. the first game, by the way, eight o'clock at night, earlier than normal. On Friday. Yep. Is Washington and Utah in the Pac-12 game. Uh, the Pac-12 championship. Who do you like here?
0: I'm gonna go with Washington just okay. because I think their offense is a little more complete. They have Jake Browning at quarterback who's been really, he's just the last two years since their playoff appearance two years ago, really kind of gone. Under the radar. I mean, I know no. this year he's he hasn't thrown for three thousand yards, only sixteen TDs, but he is a guy. Aaron Fuller, pretty solid wide receiver out there. Uh, you know, and and I, Gask- I just think they're awful. Oh,
1: Gaskins has got a thousand
0: four yep. seasons. You're a right.
1: Yards every season. Great running back. Great yep. running back. Yep. yep. By the very way, very good is, point. This is a rematch. So are you going Washington then? Right. I, I'm going to pick Washington. Yeah. I mean, Neutral site. Is, I gotta yeah. go. With the, gotta go with us. The- Week three of the season. Washington beat. Utah at Utah, twenty-one to seven. Yep. Very low-scoring college game. I like Utah quite a bit in this game. They are a solid program. I am taking Utah here to upset Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Good for the Utes. A great win for that program because um, I, I think they're perpetually underrated. Nine and three, um, you know, and their losses are to really good teams. So. I'm taking Utah. I have a feeling. Hey, Friday night spooks, you know? Hey, not <laughs> a bad call. Yep, not a yep. bad call. All right. Let's go to the next. Let's go to – well, let's get to the big dogs in a little bit. Do you like – by the way, Iowa State and Drake. Is that Are a makeup Friday? game? Yeah, it's a makeup game. Yeah. I was I mean, so confused I mean, at first. I think Iowa State wins, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's kind um, of funny because Drake was 7-3 and three and must not have made the FCS playoffs. So they're like, yeah, we might as well play a game. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, I know.
1: It's so weird. I, I don't understand. But anyway, um,
0: it's supposed to be shitty weather in Ames, Iowa. Anyway, it looks look, like.
1: Let's jump to my next favorite one. I think this is if I can find it. Memphis and UCF, uh, three thirty Saturday. UCF, do they win without without Milton?
0: I'm not sure if they do. Sadly,
1: I don't think. I'm not sure they do. But they got Memphis a lot of is talent. pretty solid. I know. I mean, I, yeah, I
0: Paxton Lynch 2.0. It looks like and Brady White he. He can really huck it. They got Daryl Henderson, yep. solid, solid running back with nearly—he's a yard shy of seventeen hundred on the season. Uh, and then they have Demonte Coxey, who has over a thousand yards receiving. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for for UCF to keep track. And I think, un- unfortunately, their undefeated season goes by the wayside.
1: Yeah, very tough there, Breakford. I'm with you there too, though. I like Memphis to upset UCF there, which is a shame. They are a great program. Um, but I then again it gets rid of that whole national championship garbage. Um so <laughs> yeah, do you like uh we already talked, we already said Clemson's a lot. Do you like Fresno State or Boise State?
0: Uh, um, is it at is it actually a home game for I Boise State?
1: Think it is, yeah. I think because it's in it's in Boise. I mean it's Boise, basically yeah. a home game. Um yeah, I think stadium
0: it's, is what's throwing me off, but I I don't think they have
1: I no, I think that might a, be their stadium. Yeah,
0: I'm doing some research. Um, But yeah, let me know. You know, I'm gonna go with Boise State just because, you know, I think they just—I mean, both teams can really can really put up points. They both are ten-win teams. Um, I don't know. I I do like the the Broncos here. Just partially, they're at home. It looks like Um, their defense.
1: Albertson's their home. It's on the Smurf turf.
0: Yeah. Okay, it's on the Smurf turf. Yeah. So I like them at home. Their defense isn't as solid as. Fresno State. Fresno State only no. let up 160 points this year, uh, but their offense at home, you, you got to think that they're going to be buzzing.
1: Yeah, I like, I like Brett. Uh, we talked about Brett Ripon a little bit. He's a potential yeah. under, under flyer under the radar for pro prospect there. No, I definitely like that. Let's go to Northwestern Ohio State.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Ohio State here. I'd love okay. to see
1: me too. But North- I'm, I'm going to have to agree. Pull something off. Yeah, like a I, Penn
0: see. State two years ago, but. Right. This isn't that Penn State team. They don't have no, Saquon no. Barkley and Trish McSorley yeah. uh, in the backfield.
1: Well, Northwestern can't get into a shootout. They get into a shootout, they're dead, and Haskins yeah. has been incredible. Definitely yeah. probably going – I think he's going to New York. I don't think he wins it. I think Tua or Murray wins it, but I think he's going to New York, 42 touchdowns. They've got a really good running game. They, they, they've got a lot of weapons on the outside. Unless Fit, Pat Fitzgerald's team can keep it close – Um. With, a, with yeah, a they'd slug have to fest. grind out the Buckeyes. Now, by the way, dumb. I see it. Oh, this is you know what? No, I was going to say it's going to rain, but this is in Lucas Oil, so it's in a yeah. dome. Damn, In a dome. All right, that definitely hurts. Because yeah. If it was Why raining,
0: it, I'm guessing you're on ESPN as well. Why does it show the weather for dome I know, stadiums? It,
1: it throws us off. We've done this before. I'm with you there. You, no, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, so there's two big games left. It's it. We'll go with the 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 most. Do we important need to one. talk about the ACC. No, you I. Think there's oh, no, any don't- shot. Pitt pulls it out. Clemson. Clemson, 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 Locked up. Yeah, locked up. Right. Texas, Oklahoma, a ro- a rematch. Oklahoma's a seven and a half point favorite, by the way. Yep. A lot of bad blood between these guys too. Yep. Do you think Texas can do anything? I mean, do a? Do you think they? I mean, do you think But just do you think they can do anything with this?
0: So, I mean, if you asked me before the first game, I thought Oklahoma was going to win by, like, two touchdowns. But they really proved it because Oklahoma likes to get into shootouts, and we didn't think that Texas could get into shootouts. And compete, right. And compete, yeah. And they proved the haters wrong there. I mean, I do think, though, that Oklahoma doesn't have as as terrible of a start as they did against Texas back in October. Okay. Okay. So, I I am going to go with Oklahoma here. I think Texas can – can keep pace to a certain degree, probably a touchdown behind throughout the game. And then Oklahoma either pulls it away late that seven and a half to cover is tough. I do okay. like seven 77 and a half for the over under. I think that's a good number. Um, yeah. Especially from what we saw from Oklahoma. I don't think that's right. uh, an overreaction by Vegas there.
1: No, no, no. I will tell you this. Uh, Lil, Lil Jordan Hamilton is, is a pretty good wide receiver for Texas. Great name. Pretty good mm-hmm. wide receiver. He's no Hollywood Brown. No, and uh, by the way, if you don't know, Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, is the cousin of Antonio Brown, who was at is the West really? Virginia Gate. Yes, he is. Ho- Antonio Brown was at the West Virginia Gate. Um, I think Oklahoma gets it done, and I think it puts them in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I, I think also so too. Think,
1: and I think it's, I think it's, I think they're in the playoffs as well. There's not even going to be a debate. I think Alabama. I know how good Georgia is. Georgia is a really good football team. They are. They are complete. No one's talking about them because of Alabama dominating the headlines. LSU's had some more exciting games. Kentucky's a cool story. Georgia's a hell of a football team. I just don't see Alabama with a healthy 2 and now. I don't see them losing. I, I have them winning. And, and, and you've got one hell of a blue-blood college football playoff coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you You do you think? I mean, do do not. uh, Does Georgia have a chance? Absolutely, they're that good. Do you think they will win?
0: I don't think they win. I think they might be able to keep it close. Okay. But I mean, we've seen DeAndre Swift, you know, this year, and can he really get it going against this Alabama team? That I mean, stifles teams that look like they should be able to really get something going. Mm -hmm. Teams that start on the ground and get it moving. I mean, I I really don't think that this Georgia team figures out. Sadly, I think Alabama is going to, I think they might decimate them. I think it might be. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to see Georgia make this close and make that game exciting.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I want to challenge. I'm with you there. I get
0: you. We say this every year going to the SEC championship game. We talk ourselves into teams that are ranked 12th, that they have a (laughs) shot. Right. at taking Saban down, and they never do. Right. They never and this do. this
1: is the best offensive team that Nick Saban has ever had. Yeah. And I think the positive for, if you want to learn about how good they are, get ready to listen in on this game when you see them in the, in the playoffs because you're going to learn about four NFL-caliber wide receivers, three NFL-caliber running backs, a bevy of offensive linemen who are going to be drafted in the NFL and the best starting quarterback in college and best backup quarterback in college and Jalen hurts. This team is loaded. And I think they show it here against Georgia. I'm with you there. Unless somehow Jake Fromm, who I really am still high on, even though he doesn't get a lot of press, unless he figures it out and they, and they let him sling it. I don't think they stand a chance against Tua. No. Who, by the way, and I will talk about this again. I'm salivating to hear scouts takes on Tua because he's not draftable this year. He gets a whole other year in college next year. Can't wait to hear what they're saying about the soon to be junior. Um, he's a fascinating prospect, but I digress. So we both have the same playoff then.
0: All right. So let's look at the slate of new year's six bulls and see if we can try to predict these. I'm going to go in order that these games are going to be played. Okay. So the first game is not a playoff game. It is the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, not a playoff game. So I don't think it has a ta- any conference ties that you need to worry about. I think okay. the only ones that do are the Rose Bowl, which is traditionally Big Ten, Pac-Ten, the Sugar Bowl, which usually is an SEC team. And I believe the Fiesta Bowl likes to have a Big 12 team, but I don't think that's official. Okay. So who would you put in the in the Peach Bowl.
1: Peach Bowl. Well, or do you want to start with
0: the playoff teams and then go no, to the. I know, the no, other I,
1: I know, teams. I know the playoff teams. I think it's exactly. gonna. I think it's going be Alabama versus Oklahoma and Clemson versus Notre Dame. So I, I can take those out. Cotton is Alabama. Um, Oklahoma is that what you have as well?
0: Yeah, because it's closer to Alabama.
1: Right, and then Orange is yeah. Clemson Notre Dame, so we can take those yeah. out. Right? Okay. So the Peach Bowl. I'm looking at the rankings here.
0: Yeah, that's sort of where the, where this gets I, fun is, is well, trying I'm to distill down. The okay, we're
1: assuming UCF loses. So I'm yep. going to assume I think the Fiesta Bowl gets him this year, right? Gets the non Power 5, right?
0: I th- think so.
1: Okay. So I'm going to assume it's going to be somebody versus Boise State. Okay. That's my assumption, right? Okay. And the Rose Bowl is going to go to Ohio State cuz they're going to win, which you've already determined, right? Okay? Yep. Versus and then so and I think it's going to be Ohio State versus Utah.
0: Yeah, I I so Big for 12, me, it'd be Ohio State versus Washington. Washington, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's Big Ten. So yeah,
1: the Sugar Bowl is going to be Big Twelve, right? And then I think um, it's normally uh, SEC, isn't it? SEC. Okay. So yeah. I, so I guess the question is, who f- would it finish? be? Georgia. Well, yeah, I guess it would be Georgia then. And I think yeah. because of Georgia's loss, it pushes. I think it pushes LSU out and puts Florida because Florida's ranked higher in right. Yeah. Okay, so Florida so would, would be, play in the Peach Bowl. So yeah, so 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 out with the Sugar Bowl would be would be um Ellis. It would be um would be all right. So it would be Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Versus. Does it have to be a so Oklahoma's in? Does it have to be a Big Twelve a Big Twelve team or no? No, it does not.
0: They do not have the restriction of of Perfect. having if they you know if you're, if if your champion or your representative is in the playoff, it okay. does not have to be that. Well, team. here's.
1: Who picks – okay, who, sugar – here's my question. Is the sugar bowl or the peach bowl picked first?
0: That I'm not sure of.
1: No, 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 no. It's the peach. The, the sugar. The sugar is picked first. Ooh. I'm going to tell okay. you that. I think I think Michigan plays in the Fiesta Bowl against Boise State. Okay. All right. And no – let me see. No, it is – no, I just read it. I just looked it up. The Sugar Bowl has to be Big 12 SEC. Really? Okay. Yes, which I think – If the SEC yes. champions in the playoff? Yes, oh. which I think means West Virginia because Texas loses. Oh, wow. West Virginia goes, right? Oh. That makes sense. So it's West so, – so it's West oh, yeah, Virginia First yeah. Georgia in the Sugar Bowl, right? That makes sense to us.
0: Yeah, the the verbiage is when the conference champion is unavailable, the Bulls invite the next best team from that Cotton. The Cotton, or the the conference, the Cotton Fiesta and Peach Bulls have no conference tie-ins. As such, the best team from a group of tie ends up in one of those bowls if it doesn't end up as a playoff game.
1: Yeah, so to me, so so, okay, so I'm going to go through them again. College football, Cotton, Alabama versus Oklahoma. Orange Bowl, Clemson versus Notre Dame. All right.
0: Both of those. I
1: have Rose Bowl being Ohio State. I have it versus Utah. You have it versus Washington. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And then we have the All State Sugar Bowl, which has to have a Pac twelve, a, a Big Twelve, and an SEC game. So it would be Georgia versus West Virginia. We think.
0: So when they that say next question. best, is that the so bar up? Because is
1: then, because if it, but sometimes it's just choose. So if they if it's just a choice, they'd probably take Texas because it yeah. has a bigger call in West Virginia. But yeah. I think West Virginia gets. I'm going to take West Virginia. I think they. I think that I'm going to read it that
0: way. Would please I mean, Would the other team? So let me ask you this: Do and this is what I wanted to get after is do the does the loser of the Pac-12 champion in my case Utah in your case Washington and does that other team of not Texas or West Virginia get into a New Year's Six bowl game? Wait. So I have the U of Utah in the okay. in the Rose Bowl. Washington right. is the next best Pac-12 team. Do they I, get into a New Year's Six game?
1: I don't, and here's why. I think another mm-hmm. team's going to jump them, and that's a team that we haven't talked a lot about, and that's Penn State.
0: You think Penn State gets in? I like that. I think
1: that. Penn State plays. I think I think Penn State, but first of all, they're a huge draw. Uh, they're a massive draw. They're a very mm-hmm. good football team and they're a huge draw. And and I think they get in. Um, in this case, I think they slip them into the Peach Bowl. Uh, I honestly – I like LSU-Penn State in the, in the Peach Bowl, but I think because LSU is right behind Florida, they might take Florida and dump them in the Peach Bowl. So the Sugar okay. is Oklahoma-Georgia. Um, Not bad. And then we get Michigan-Boise State. You get Ohio State-Utah for me. And then the Peach Bowl is Penn State versus Florida. I would rather see LSU personally, just my personal opinion. I would but I think Florida. They're gonna. They're going to do – Look, we talked about the Pac-12, right? They've struggled mm-hmm. all year with relevancy. They're going to struggle again. Washington is a huge time program. I don't think it works. I, so I think reasoning
0: yeah. for me bringing this up and and completing this exercise was that that was a big tell last year with the Pac-12 was that yeah. Washington Washington and USC both got in, but compared comparatively to the other conferences, they did not get as many other teams in you had the okay. sec with a with a cornucopia of, of schools that got right. in the big 10 right. three. yeah the pac-12 had washington in against penn state in the fiesta bowl but you know i mean usc thought they could get in they played in the in the cotton bowl in a big 12 pac-12 game um i, I don't know i just i wanted to, to run through that exercise of
1: hey, it's fascinating
0: because right. i think these games show that and kind of show yeah maybe it's a little bit of we want to show our you know we were correct in this um last question i have for you before we wrap up college the for the first time that the playoff games aren't the rose bowl and the sugar bowl which are pl- which both times it's been that they've been played on january 1st every other time it's not been those two games the semifinals have been played on new year's eve The first time it happened was in 2015, which New Year's Eve was a Thursday. The second time it happened, New Year's Eve in 2016, was on a Saturday. This year, they are not playing the semifinal games on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is a Monday. So, and there is not Monday night football because that would be week 17 in the NFL. But they are playing it on Saturday, Saturday night, December 29th. Do you think... Because they've struggled to get ratings on New Year's Eve, do you think this is the right call for college football?
1: hundred percent. I could not agree with this more. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve is, uh, you know, young people Young people are out. Old people are even out. Uh, I, yeah, I, I was a bummer yeah, bum for watch me. It. Well, we used to we, – we, we, we were out – two of us were out together one year and we couldn't even watch it. It was like why? Like we are trying to watch it, but like, what do you want me to do? So great yeah, that's move. Stupid. Great move yeah. here. My college to push it back. Give it its due. I want to watch these games, but don't make me choose. So, you know, oh, here's yeah. the thing. I was on. We were on our phones the whole time checking. Anyway, let me watch it on the 29th. It'll get your ratings up. I think it's a. I think it's a. a, a home run. It's T ball. It's T ball. It's so easy, in my opinion. And yeah. these games are shaping up to be outstanding. Oh yeah. The match-ups. There's no so yeah. absolutely. By the way, there's two things we didn't touch on. One. One, I don't know how this works, by the way, Mm -hmm. but there's a team that's ranked in the AP that's not ranked in the college football playoff, and that is Army.
0: Well, they don't the Army-Navy game the next week. I know.
1: So my question is – but here's my question. If a couple of these teams ranked now lose, like if Fresno State and Boise State, one of them is going to drop out of the rankings, Right. Yeah, I think right? Northwestern might drop out of the rankings. Do, do you think what Army? What happens not? with Army? Love to, love to see it.
0: I think if they were if they were nine and one right now, and they're not playing this weekend, and they're not in a conference, so we don't get that right. we would not have gotten them this weekend. You would with Navy if they were if they had were in this position. I think we had this. I think three years ago, yeah. we had the possibility: what if Navy won the American and then goes on to beat Army and is. Is twelve and I think they would have been twelve and one, uh, right. not close. It would have been a, U, a UCF situation where they're not undefeated, yeah. Um the, the reverse of it because they weren't undefeated. So they wouldn't yeah. be a playoff contender. But because at the time that they pick the New Year's Six bowls, does Navy become this sort of flex in flex out game? Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I but, don't know if that's something. By the way, they pick all the other bowl games sen- the Sunday way, afternoon after they pick the, the, the New Year's Six.
1: Question, this is why I asked. I brought this up. You say they have two losses. Yeah. They lost to Duke to start the year. They got blown out. They 34-14. I honestly would tell you that their loss, their next loss, should be counted as a win by the committee. They lost 28-21 to to Oklahoma. Yep. That is the best loss. In overtime. Maybe, best loss maybe all year by a team. They 100%, in my opinion, should be ranked right now in the BCS. In the BCS wow. In the college football playoff. And I honestly hope – the committee finds a way to get them in at 25. This is a high quality army team right here. The can flat out play. And and looking at their losses and their wins, by the way, because there's not a lot of close wins. Like they hammered a lot of opponents this year. There's a couple, but they're not, I mean, I this is a good army team. I hope they find a way. I hope they sneak I, in.
0: You'd think that they're right on the right on the cusp yeah. and, I, and I, I hope so too. Yeah. Um By yeah, the way, that's a really I,
1: good. Call. We can talk
0: about team. that more next week because we we'd love see to. if they're in it. A
1: preview there. By the way, one more thing you didn't bring up because we missed the pod. All we got to say is Lehigh took care of their business and hammered win. Lafayette. I loved it. It yeah. was
0: awesome. And Patriot League winner Colgate hosts James Madison this weekend. Colgate oh, not man. only got a seed, or not only got a bye, but they got seeded wow uh, in the FCS playoffs, which is big for the Patriot League. So good yeah. for Colgate.
1: Definitely did. Um, awesome. Yeah. God, it's gonna be a great college football weekend, heading right into a heavy bowl season. And obviously, oh, we'll yeah. be previewing that preview here. Um, that by the way, that preview brought to you by Schneckbook. Right. Yes. You wanna get some you wanna get some sports betting in, hit up Schneckbook. He will take most of your money anyway, but you might want a dollar or Our two. friend
0: Logan, his newest venture, He gave it, he gave us a discount code. It is RAVAGED uh, in all capital letters it entitles you to a a discounted bookie fee of only 75%. Logan normally charges a, I believe, 95% bookie fee, uh, but that is a minimum bet of $1,000. And Matt, he's giving you a really good deal there because Logan normally has the right to retain 100% of your winnings. And now at least there's more winnings that he, and it's when he chooses. So now you at least have more fees that you, or less fees, so you have more winnings that he might choose not to hold against you.
1: Correct, correct. And so, you know, look forward to that preview. Uh, we'll be here with you. And if you need to further contact Logan, you let us know. We'll get you his address, his phone number, and any other piece of information you need to get to Where you can you send are, your sports. Right. You're highly illegal bookie. Um, Jordy, okay. excited for college?
0: Excited for college. We're running out of time because I have to go play softball playoffs on November 29th. Uh, wanted to just quickly touch on the pros. The Eagles, yeah. very much still in it. Yep. Great win over. The to see great win this weekend. Uh, I don't have story time available right now because I'm literally running out of time. Uh, me biking home from the Eagles. So, Matt, remind we'll me it. to tell you that We'll story tell next it next week.
1: week. I can't wait. Let's get on it. I yeah, love it. A little I love teaser. It. By uh, the way, Eagles do
0: play the, the Redskins on Monday Night yeah, Football.
1: Right. Tune in tonight. Saints versus Dallas. The Dallas loss is crippling. Saints don't need the win, but it's a showcase game for them. And there's a ton of really like win or else games going on this week. You talk about Green Bay desperately needing a victory. Carolina needs one. Indianapolis trying to stay pace here. We talked about the Eagles needing a victory as well. Um, a lot of good games. And uh, by the way, a great Sunday night game. Los Angeles Chargers going to visit Pittsburgh. A lot of star oh, yeah. power on the field there. So, huge, ton of great huge games. Yeah. And I wanted to say, in terms of, in terms of, I guess you could say, quote-unquote, storylines, the big one to me right now, and I keep monitoring is this Green Bay situation. As they continue yes. to falter, does, does Mike McCarthy keep his job? Uh, it's fascinating. So tune in. They're, they're, Arizona should be a, an easy win. Um, yes. But this team has really struggled uh, with some bad losses, and they are on a, a really bad skid right now. So we'll see what happens if they can right the ship. Yep. Um, nope. Hopefully way, we can get a
0: blog up, one of us, because we're going to uh, be together over the weekend. So one of us yes, hopefully sir? can get something. But keep an eye Looking out for it. it.
1: Yeah, and we'll, yeah. we'll catch up, we'll catch up heavy next week on the NFL, my
0: friend. Yeah, well, yeah. This week because there's so many scenarios, we wanted to focus on college. Um, so thank you so much for listening uh, and our quick week 13 preview in the NFL. I know that was a part of the title, but um, <laughs> we do appreciate it. There's just a ton to talk about, as you might imagine. And if you were listening to this after the playoffs rankings came out, it's probably a ton of fun because we're probably wrong to a to a certain degree. Or maybe there was some upset. Who knows?
1: I hope there is an upset. I love chaos.
0: Oh, yeah, it'd be a ton of fun. Straight but Matt, on. thank you as always. No that is gonna do it for us. Let us know what you think in the comments. Make sure you go to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. The bullpen cart feed on iTunes. That's what you search, the bullpen cart. Greg Piatelli and I dropped a new pod on the feed, Blue Line Icing, our hockey podcast. So make sure you check that out if you are an NHL fan. But, Matty D, for you and for myself, Jordy Cannell, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate. Have a great weekend, everybody, and go birds.